This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I am okay. How are you? Oh, I'm surviving right now. Why? Why is so dramatic? Because I want to eat. I'm oh, you're right. Freaking getting a. This is awesome for the podcast. I'm getting a colonoscopy tomorrow as a routine checkup because I know it's supposed to be an important thing that you do when you're in your mid 40s and beyond. So I'm trying to be a responsible adult, and uh, in doing so, I'm on a liquid diet all day. It's killing me right now. I'm uh, hangry. Why are you drinking that green tea? You're not supposed to they drink. They said I could have tea. It said li- anything liquid as long as it wasn't red. I said I could have coffee this morning. I've had water. Well, that has a bit of a tint, Eric. I know. They said not red. It said tea iced or, um, or hot. When I did my when I did my colonoscopy like four years ago, I only had water. I don't think I'd, I'm I. I'm telling ate you what anything. the report said. I it, actually had this solution they gave me. I have that too, but that's not till later. But I, I can have any other liquids. The good thing is you're going to lose red. a couple of pounds. I don't want to lose a couple of pounds. I loved it. I love that cleanse. It was brutal because you're in the bathroom all the time. But I was my tummy was so flat. Everything came out. At oh, the end, it's basically just disgusting. liquid that comes out. Like clear oh my God, liquid. Can you stop talking? Which disgusting. is why you want, you want in, your I intestines to be so clean that 
Everything that comes yeah. out is just white, cl- clear liquid. Ugh, I was very happy. I, I actually asked my doctor, is it possible that I do this like twice a, twice a year, this solution without having to do a colonoscopy so I can just be flat and feel like I'm clean? And he ta- said no. I don't want to talk about this. is awful. Blah. I hate what talking about it? that stuff. About what? I, there's definitely all this stuff coming out. It's poopoo. Yeah, you're uh, a human being. Everybody well, poops. I know, but still, I don't like uh, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm suffering through that. But I'm excited about getting a little uh, Twilight anesthesia tomorrow because I love a little... Uh, yeah, we have established that Eric loves having surgery. That's why he has seven back surgeries. No, and now he's, he's going to have a colonoscopy for no reason at all because he's yeah, not even 50. Checkup. He's not even 50 about? and he's, no. he's perfectly fine. He wants to go under. That's why he's excited. He I just... am excited about that part. Wow. Wow. All right. Another topic. Oh, I I, uh, I did what we've talked about on our podcast before. I Netflix cheated or whatever it's called. What do you, you. I watched uh, the Selena Gomez documentary without you. Not Netflix cheated. That's on Apple. But I, I that's on I, Apple. Uh, yeah, I uh, program cheated. Whatever it's called. I, I, I didn't wait why, for you to watch Eric, it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm watching Love Is Blind. That's why because I'm not gonna season. waste my time on that. And I am loving it. Um, but let me tell you, this documentary is very interesting. This girl, um. You know, kudos to her for being so real and open about everything that she's dealing with in life and has dealt with. And, you know, it's another example of you see someone at the top of their game and, and you know, one of the largest social media followings ever, super talented artist, um, just at a peak in her career. And she's struggling to enjoy it and be and be happy with herself and, and with everything around her. There's so much pressure and anxiety and stress and, um, you know, diagnosed, diagnosed as bipolar. So many things she goes through and, and um, you know, what our producers brought up, which is an interesting thing. And I thought about it while I was watching it is, uh, you know, Francia Raisa, how do you say her last name? Francia Raisa, I think. Yeah, I'm who donated sure. the kidney to her was not in the documentary. And I guess there was a part in the documentary she, or, or something that she thanked only Taylor Swift as her only friend in this business or something. And I guess uh, Francia got a little, I made a comment back and then now she made a comment back saying, sorry, I didn't mention everyone I know. Look, it did cross my mind that there must be some kind of a awkward situation because that girl gave her her kidney. Uh-huh. So you'd think that they are tied at the hip, you know? And like best, sisters, they should be like sisters. You would think. But um, yeah, that was something that that struck me, you know, caught me by surprise. But look, she's dealing with a lot. She's dealing with a lot. And um, again, hats off to her for being able to be so honest and open. Well, let me ask you something. I I haven't seen the documentary. I want to see it. So I feel like I shouldn't comment a lot because I have to see the material first. What I don't understand is there's definitely a, a big of a fallout between that super tight friendship for for Francia not to be mentioned at all as part of the documentary. Yeah, that's what I would assume. And then Francia says, interesting, opposed saying inter- interesting. Listen, what I what I realized- How is that possible that you, you give somebody a kidney and then you have a, I don't get it. Especially between two best friends. Yeah, I don't know. But like I said, this girl's going through a lot. I think you'll relate to it because you, you deal with some of these, you know, anxiety and stress and things that go on. Um, in your own life, you, you deal with that a little bit, not to this degree, but I mean, to the point that like she has breakdowns on in the documentary before going on stage about every aspect of 
her tour, of her performances, of... But what is the physical uh, symptom? Like when she gets anxiety, what is it? Well, I don't know. Look, she, it wasn't is so it bad. Is it paralyzing that she can even... Yeah, I can't perform? She, and, and is it I'm going to cry? Never good enough. Never good enough. She wants to... Wants, she's so unsure, I guess, of her talent and what she's bringing to the table all the time that she just doesn't want to let anybody down and she wants to be the best she can be and she wants to prove she's enough. I think being with Justin Bieber was a bit of a, uh, a tricky situation. Like... Uh, he was so big at the moment when they started dating that's like trying to i'm maybe i'm putting words but like come out of that shadow a bit of being her own artist and her own talent not because she's linked to him which i think she's proven um that she is but there, there's so many factors and she has complete meltdowns and and like can't be accepting of any aspect but of what her. is the meltdown i can't get out of my well, bed it got so bad i told you she had depression all that it goes ups and downs and then it went so bad that she completely like went to a psychiatric hospital like lost herself that bad wow and i guess some people don't return from that and she returned from it and now it's her mission to help people that deal with this suicidal thoughts all kinds of stuff oh my goodness so it's really it's really heavy but yeah but good documentary to watch for sure and uh again like i said i'm impressed that she's able to share so much and wants to help so many people it's great This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always gonna have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. On another note, grandmother of 56 years old gives birth to her son um, and daughter-in-law's baby. What do you think about that? Utah grandma gave birth for her son who could not conceive with his wife. She served as a surrogate. What do you think about all this? I think it's fantastic. It's great. I think if her uterus clearly was, was super healthy, and the doctors felt secure that even though she's 56 years old, you know, it's just, a, all you need is a temple. So she served as the temple. That uterus was the temple for that baby. And to be able to do that with your own mom, like, like if I can't conceive of my husband, no, and then instead of going through a surrogate, you can keep it in the family. And it's not a sister or a cousin or, you know what I mean? It's actually your mom. I think it's an incredible gift. I'm all about it. I, I I think so as well. I and think being pregnant at fifty six, like God bless that lady. I'm assuming she's fifty six. That that feels like a forty something because yeah, it has to be a trip. Though. Like there's a picture of them in the de- you know delivering the baby and being in the room, and everybody's in the room together, and your mom is delivering your kid. That's that is that's a trip. Could you? Oh, she had a hysterectomy, so the wife had a hysterectomy. The wife did, so she couldn't have a baby. Yeah. Could you imagine? Your mom, well, she's not old. She's too old now, but <laughs> delivering your child. My mom is going to be 84 years old, can barely walk. But if she was younger, and did, you would have driven your mom crazy, all the stuff no, that I she would, eats. I, I would have, no, she, I would, I would have never picked my mom. Mom, I love you, but there's no way in hell that you were going to be my surrogate because you are primitive as they come. Wow, don't say that about your mom. <laughs> in terms of like... 
She'll you think, would just fought with her about what she's eating all the time. Oh my god! Unless she lives with me and I have a chef dedicated to her, and I, I, she doesn't leave my sight. Look, your mom doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't no, do she's very things. clean when it comes to that. But her eating habits and like, no, 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 no. You saw what happened. I don't know if we have we made a podcast since I came back from Puerto Rico and I was eaten alive by whatever. No, I don't think a, we talked. A tick or a mosquito or a spider. No, yeah, we did. We did a podcast. Oh my god! Listen, my my parents' house is going to be fully fumigated, fully painted. Half of it is going to be thrown away. New furniture. That house is God bless them. My mom's skin is like she has this thing that she scratches herself and she's full of scabs and she's always itchy. I went to the pharmacy. I got her all these things. We're not talking about 80-something-year-old Olga. We're talking about 56-year-old Olga. (laughs) My mom thinks that it's like a skin condition. So after what happened to me after staying at the house, I said, Mom, you know what? (laughs) You have a freaking... This house is crazy. You have spiders in every single corner. Those are bites. You don't have any skin condition. Those are freaking bites. She's like, yeah, I, I thought about it for a second. I'm going, oh my God, listen. She had four children. She could have had our kid. <laughs> Why do you laugh at your mom delivering our kid? She was capable. Listen, my mom delivered deliver four kids without any epidural, without any, yeah, and it's with nothing. She's a rock star, all vaginal. As soon, as soon my as mom is a rock one, star. As soon as you felt one kick, you were like, give me drugs. That was with Dylan, not with no, Seba. with Seb. I, I, I did Seba nine year? hours of no meds until I couldn't um, take it anymore. Excuse me. Yes, you went into pre labor. You went into pre labor with Sabella. Thought no. you were having. Let me. No, I remember this exactly. I, well, I no, took no. I took pain for nine hours until I was like, I'm done. Give no, me the epidural. And no. with Dylan, I walked into the hospital and I said, Can I have the epidural, please? No, it was a different. We, thing. No, totally different. With Dylan, we had to deliver. We had to induce it so I could be home for the delivery. I know, but I asked with for Sabella, the I asked for the medication hold up, immediately. You're not telling this correctly. What? With Sabella. You, they, we have went through a whole pregnancy class together because you wanted to have uh, Sabella naturally. You had your playlist, you had all these things set up about how you're going to do this, and I kept saying, "I'm with you. I don't think it's possible, but I'm with you. I know you too well. You're not going to be able to do this, but okay, I'm going to support you. I try to give you all the power." Then we had the, the, they said you're going to be pre labor, all these things. You're going to feel contractions. The moment no. you felt pre labor, uh-uh. the moment no. you felt pre labor, you're like, Eric, Eric, I'm having this baby. I'm having this baby. I said, Roz, this is the pre labor. This is what they talked about. This is too early. You're not, you're not, you're not having it yet. No, no, I'm having it. No, no, we got to go to the hospital. We go at four in the morning to the hospital. You aren't dilated at all. <laughs> Zero. Zero. Well, I thought they I, sent us I thought home was. at four in the morning. Then at 11 or the same, and the next, uh, that same day at 10 a.m., you're like, oh my God, ah, ah, I can't do this. I said, Ross, I was in pain. I, but uh, I just said it was pre labor, and they just told us again, we go to your doctor. He's like, mm, you're barely dilated. There's nothing we can do. You can go back home, or I can put you up in a nice room at Cedars Hospital, and we can give you some drugs, and you can sit back and wait until you're ready. And you're like, take me to the hospital. Okay, but what you're missing is, <laughs> what you're missing is, the second I felt that first little contra- contractions, okay, uh-huh. that it was in labor because I wasn't dil- dilated, but it took nine hours of it being uncomfortable, uncomfortable and pain. Even though, even though it was pre-labor, I was already in pain. So I took those nine hours like a champ until I could, until I couldn't anymore. Okay, you did. You took it like a champ. I, I did. I agree. And then I was like, all the books that I read, all this natural birth birthing, and no drugs and no epidural i was like if you don't put something in my system i'm gonna kill somebody right now and they did and it was just absolute bliss okay we have a parenting question this is good it's actually we actually i I feel like this person uh was part of our household or something now why 
Should you call the other parents when your kids get into a tiff with their BFF from school or should you just let them work it out? And it's so funny because Roz and I, we just had this come up and Roz and I could not have been further apart in our decision. We went with my decision and everything worked out. Do you remember this? What? What do you, are you here? <laughs> Can you be part of the podcast? You don't, dude, your phone is a problem in your life. Put your phone down. Dude, my friend just texted me saying I that she had surgery. You. We're in the middle of a I podcast. Want, I know. Put the I phone down. It. You don't need to see everything. And I don't feel well. Anyway, That doesn't mean you pick up your phone. So what was your question again? What? I have to repeat this whole thing? Just the last part. What was the question I just read? <laughs> something about... <laughs> something about... Are you doing the podcast or am like, I doing the podcast? I am doing the podcast. Something I about... I apologize to our listeners. I apologize to my listeners. I know. The, the whole thing is, if, if Sabella has a, has, has a, has a beef with a, with a, with a friend... Should we address it with the parents or we should just let her work it out? Yes. And I said, we just had the situation in our family exactly. and we couldn't have been further apart and how to Why do it. Why would you say that? Because you were like, I think we need to call. We need to talk to the parents. Da, da, da. I said, Roz, stay out of it. It's not that big of a deal. Well, they'll, she was very affected. But they'll work it out. I and said, they did. I said, in less than 25 hours, everything was perfectly fine. Exactly. And I was like, then Sabella, what was the big show? It's kids being if kids. If everything has been fine. If, they, if Listen, everything is fine. The only way I say you interact with the parents, in my opinion, is if it's something that happens so out of control or so offensive and you're that close to that family and you know those parents really well and those kids know each other that well, stop looking at your phone right now, it is that then maybe because you're comfortable with those parents, you could have a conversation to try to mediate the situation. I'm talking, but it has to be severe and something really bad happened. Otherwise, Kids are kids. You no, constantly want to be protector, protector all the time, which I am very much a protector as well, but our kids have to fall and get back up. I, I, I you, had, you. you had a tough time with that. Well, my mom was always involved. Was up, was, I can't speak. What is happening with me? Even when your friends had arguments with you, your mom was involved? My mom was pretty it. involved with the parents and me, and my mom was very nosy, so she was all over it. So um, I, I come from that mentality of my mom was always hyper aware of everything that was happening, and if she had to intervene, she did. Well, you can be aware, but Sabella also told us in confidence, and if you were to tell the friend, that just makes it even worse to tell the friend's parents. I think oh, kids yeah. have to work this stuff out. But the reality is I know it was all... Um, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was just a jealousy between another Look, friend that was claiming her friend, you know, and and, and kids get sensitive, you I, know? This happened with, the same friends a lot, but another group of Sabella's friends, different, you know, different school altogether, but somebody they've, they've known each other a long, long time. And I know when they first went to the school, they had some conflicts and those two parents came together and talked about it and they spoke to the kids, but that's different. These were like super, super close families that knew each other incredibly well and the conflict happened early on, and they just wanted the kids to be aware of it. Like and it happened when when Sabella had the the thing with um, her other friend from school, Miranda. I was very close to the mom, and I had to intervene, and the mom had to intervene. You know, and and but we, that was a little different. I think again, I think that was the parents felt close enough to each other, and the stories that kept yeah. coming back from the kids to the parents felt very hurtful to both parties, and they were also much younger. Yeah, I'm talking bad. about when you get older. But that was an kids, example that I went to the mom. But and these I said, kids you know are what? much younger. They were kindergarten. Yeah, they were babies. You know, now you're talking, these kids are almost teenagers. It's a big difference. They got to figure out how to fight no, their own fights and work it out. I agree. I agree. I'm going to have a hard time if I feel like 
like and I, I'm not saying that I'm blind and I'm always go- going to feel that Sebi is correct and Sebi is saying nothing but the truth you know what I mean like I'm not naive to know that kids sometimes you know they can embellish and they can add and subtract information and I know Sebi is very much a leader and she's very strong alpha personality so I'm not going to be blind as to no Sebi is always right and the other kid is wrong um but at the same time if I feel like something is out of line and and she's been honest and transparent and the other kid is a handful I'm for, I'm for sure going to do something this is what I know man I my parents were very good very hands on they did a lot but I had to figure out a lot on my own and I think it benefited me for sure <clears throat> oh, I agree um there was just way less helicopter parenting and we're victim, you know, we are helicopter parents for sure. We're well, my wit- mom wasn't even a helicopter. My mom was like a freaking 77 jet all over Yeah, me. I think your mom was definitely, the way you describe, more uh, intense than, you're more like the parents nowadays that we, you know, a lot of parents are now just very, very hands-on and very involved. Mm-hmm. And my parents were very involved in my life and everything I did at school, but uh, I had to work out a lot of my own um, issues with people at school. You know, I mean, my parents had my back and took care of things with principals and teachers and stuff like that. But as far as like me dealing with, I had to navigate a lot. I had to navigate a lot. If I think about it, like I went to, I think I've talked about it before, but like schools that were bad where, you know, also a boy. there was gang. You know, but I, had, with a I mean, I had, different. I was giving up lunch to kids so I wouldn't get jumped by gangs. I was giving things up to like have protection from other gangs and other people to have people have my back. And I mean, like I said, there was someone killed on my campus when I was a senior in high school that shot and because of gang war um so I, I i grew up in a bit of a challenging environment and i remember having to navigate those waters and my parents were aware of things i would tell them or they'd find things out because i'd have, hey, you pack me an extra sandwich <laughs> what do you need an extra sandwich for because i'd have to give it to somebody to help oh wow so my parents knew kind of like stuff that was going on um and were very aware uh and, and protective and cautious but i i i don't want my kids to have to go through what i had to go through to navigate school for sure because it was definitely, mm. uh, there was times I, you know, fear of like, oh, I'm going to get jumped after school or I'm going to get into this fight with these different wow. people. Stuff I didn't like know that. it was that bad. Yeah, no, for real. That's not, that's not their existence. I don't want my kids to deal with that and they're not going to deal with that kind of issue. Yeah. That's not going to happen at their school. But, um, you know, I do think I gained a lot of street smarts figuring stuff out for myself. That's my feeling. We didn't agree. I'm sorry, everybody. Rosalind is very zoned out on this episode. I'm trying to bring her in and have her just no, like don't say pay that. attention to me. Don't I feel like she's that. lost in translation. This just... podcast is very important to me. I'm fully present. I'm just thinking. And as you know, I don't feel too well, so I'm kind of like struggling here. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Anything else you'd like to add? No, that um, it's been lovely being back. I came back and... My flight was delayed five hours, and then we spent a whole extravaganza at Disneyland day yesterday. So I'm a little bit exhausted today, and a lot of traveling got to me. But that I love you, and that our kids are going to be all right. Okay. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said, ella dijo, or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 